Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Pragmatic Psychology Be the Peacock. This is Susanna Mittermeier, and today I have the incredible honors of having Dr. Dane here as our guest. Dane is, um, gosh, you know, how do you describe someone beyond incredible? Um, He is, um, you know, he changed my life completely years ago, and he's changing the lives of millions of people around the world every day with so much ease, uh, and it's such a totally different way than um, what many other modalities out there do. And uh, so he is, amongst many other things, the co-creator of Access Consciousness, a worldwide business and movement. And he's also the author of of a couple of books and amongst others, one um, that is called Being You, Changing the World. So welcome, Dane, to this podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Susanna. I am ready to be a peacock. Let's do it. Yeah, totally. Um, Being a peacock. That's actually so funny because that is something that Gary Douglas, uh, also co-creator of Access, said to me years ago, you know, you got to be willing to be the peacock. (laughs) True story. And you know, interesting story. I um, live in this place in Houston where uh, we moved in and they have peacocks in this, I guess I'll call it a housing development. It's a big old cul-de-sac, a big old U-turn uh, or loop. And um, and some mornings I will go out and have literally 20 peacocks. And we have them, they're usually in my driveway like every day. And we bought some white peacocks because we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we had white peacocks that could live here you know, at the house, because we just love them, because they're so beautiful. And, um, and so we bought these white peacocks. And we even like clipped their wings or I don't know, somebody did something and said that way, they won't fly away and whatever. And um, we put them in a cage for a few months. So they would know that this was their home. And we let them out of the cage, and they were gone within a day. <laughs> they're like, we're out of here. And I love it. I think that was just so beautiful. Because they go out and they share their beauty with the entire neighborhood and they come back and we see the white peacock. I see them pretty much every day. And we're at a point in the year where they have their feathers back. So they're really long and beautiful. And they do that peacock thing they do all the time. And they're like, hello, ladies, aren't I beautiful? Yep. I'm your man. Mm -hmm. I'm your guy. Come on. You want some of this, don't you? You see this? Shake, 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 shake. And uh, I just, that's my peacock story, but I'm telling you, it's just, is so cool. And it's so cool to see these birds who are willing to be as beautiful and stunning as they are and not give a crap about anybody else's point of view. They know who they are. They're willing to be as beautiful as they are. They're willing to show up. They're willing to get in anybody's way and shine them with beauty, whether they like it or not. It's awesome. That and that shameless, just, you know, showing up and being us, um, Definitely that. And I know like you, you be that and you like you invite that so much to the world. Um, and especially with, you know, everything you do and especially also with the being you movement. So can you like talk a little bit about it? Like for people who go, yeah, I would like to be that 
and then there's this <laughs> world and all these people and family. Like, how do I even start? <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, you got to realize one thing. Either if you don't choose to create you, the world will. And so, and one of the other things that goes along with that is realize that what's true for you will always make you lighter and happier. A lie for you will always make you heavier and sadder. And most people are trying to live the image. See, what most people see about a peacock is its image. Look at how beautiful this bird is. The peacock is not doing it from image, though. The peacock is doing it from this is me. And you can love it or hate it, but this is still me. And if we could adopt a little more of that point of view, then we recognize, and, and here's the other, the other really vital part of that is, to a peacock, people's judgments don't matter. And other peacocks' judgments don't matter. Oh, yeah, wait, other peacocks don't have judgment. Animals don't function from judgment. So, you know, uh, like quite literally, energetically, figuratively, judgment is like water off a peacock's back. You know what I mean? Because judgment doesn't matter to a peacock. You're like, you look at it and you're like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, I cannot tell you the number of times the peacock has all of its peahens around, right? You know, there's this family and I swear they breed like bunnies. And so there's more and more and more every year. And he will, I will want to be getting out of the driveway. And he's like, um, excuse me, I got a mating dance going on. So um, I know you're a big car and everything, but uh, I'm trying to mate. So you can get out of the driveway when I'm done with my dance. Thank you very much. You know, and I've literally gotten out of the car and I'm like, go. And I'm laughing my ass off. While this thing is sitting in front of my car going, uh-uh, I got my thing going on. So you need to figure out your thing in relationship to my thing. <laughs> I'm not changing my thing for your thing. He's like, I'm trying to get my thing and some other thing here. So y'all need to just deal with it. And so to have that, like literally daily, you know, is just such an amazing gift and a reminder be the friggin' peacock. And, but here's the other part is people think that if they're that way, they're going to be like those domineering people that are abusive to others and they'll never consider anybody else's point of view. In actuality, it's the exact opposite. <clears throat> when you're actually willing to be that in the world, then what happens is you actually have more awareness of other people's points of view. Because right now you're spending your, most people are spending a lot of their energy, their time in their life trying to avoid other people's judgments and trying to only do what makes other people like them and like their image and trying to put forth the perfect image, which means they're in a constant state of judgment themselves. And so they don't really have any energy to devote to what does somebody else require and what can I contribute to them? If you're willing to be the peacock, if you're willing to be like that though, like we're talking about, what happens is your life is no longer based on judgment. See, in, in, when your life is no longer based on judgment, what happens is receiving comes way easier. It starts to have a flow to it because judgment solidifies, judgment stops. Judgment, as we all know, is right and wrong, good and bad. And the highest form of judgment is perfect. And so people trying to achieve that, like I did for so many friggin' years, are in such a constant state of judgment of themselves or everything they're not doing and being that's perfect because perfect is not attainable. It is an unattainable state of judgment or an unattainable state fueled by judgment, I should say. And so as the judgment starts to go away, there starts to be this flow in your life where ease shows up. So I might be late to what seems like a very important meeting 
with, you know, finance people or class creation people or a lunch with a friend or something. But I cannot help but appreciate and enjoy and laugh at the peacock that is making me late. You know what I mean? And so it takes all the judgment out of my world, too, because I'm like, what am I going to do? Judge a peacock? What am I going to do? Get angry at a peacock? I have tried to get my car close enough to get him to move. And probably, I don't know, 80% of the nine, probably 90% of the time he moves. But there are some times where he's like, mm-mm, uh-uh, do you see this? You need to take a moment and appreciate this beauty right here. Wow. I ain't moving until you do. And what's funny is I had one time where I was really late and I was getting stressed because that's not normally my life. I, I don't normally, I don't have very much fun stressing out. I don't have very much fun judging me for being late and, and, and being like, oh, I've got to be here now or it's bad. And one time I was and I was getting really stressed out. <laughs> And here's my peacock doing its thing as the universe does to show you there's always a different choice. And if we're willing to receive it, especially, and he's standing there and he will not move. I get out of my car and I'm furious and I get out and I'm about to yell at the peacock. I'm so, and I'm not a yeller. I'm a lover, not a fighter, right? Can you, so can you just look at this from the outside, climb out of your Ferrari to yell at a peacock. <laughs> And even I recognize somewhere in the back of my mind, I recognize the ridiculousness of this scenario. I just wish somebody was filming it. And I get out and I'm about to be like, move, right? And he does that vibration thing, you know, when they're when their feathers are fully open, just big as they can be, and he starts vibrating and dancing and moving his butt. And then he turns around and shows me his butt and does it. And it's like, <laughs> talk to the butt. Talk to the cute little furry peacock butt because the rest of me ain't listening. And I just started laughing. And I was like, oh, thank you, peacock. Thank you, universe. You know, but the universe has these ways of showing us these other possibilities and that there's always a different choice. And it's our choice whether we recognize that or not. But the gift of being us is we don't have to take ourselves so seriously. And we don't have to take other people seriously. And we also don't have to take seriously other people taking themselves seriously. Yeah. That's, which is where the real gift is. Wow. That, that is so amazing and brilliant in so many ways. It's just, wow. Um, that level of receiving. Um, and like you said in the beginning, either you, you know, the, the world creates you or you create yourself and you have that choice of truly like, how would I like to create myself today? And, and yeah. like, like when I started with, um, you know, being you and access consciousness, I'm like, and these questions like, okay, so how would you like to create yourself in the world? I had no idea. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I, what, not the way I see out there, not the way I see other people do. That's the only thing I know I do not like, but I have no idea how I would like to create myself as, but then at least like asking this question of what would I like to be in the world and then having these examples show up, like you say, with the peacock, that is just gold. It's like that, you know, like, yeah, that's where I, when you say that, I'm like, Oh, that more of that. Well, and I love that you bring that up because I had the exact same thing and I still do to a certain extent. Well, sort of, but not really, but because the choices of what we can be are so far beyond what anybody else is choosing for the most part. But we can get a start. And, and here's the other thing that I found with a lot of people that I've worked with is, is I will ask them, you know, and one of the questions I ask people to ask, if I were truly creating my life today, what would I choose right away? And if I were truly choosing my reality today, what would I choose right away? And 
Also, another great one is what can I be today to create the future I desire right away? So two things I want to say, but one is that when people actually finally, because most people, you'll ask them to look at their reality and they're like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. show me how to make more money. Yeah, 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 show me how to get happy. Show me how to do this. Show me how to accomplish my goal. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. We can do that. But then at a certain point, I'll ask them, okay, because what will happen is they'll get all the stuff, like they'll handle most of their problems and they'll be like, okay, I've got most of these problems handled. So I've got ease in my life, but it's just not enough. And I'm like, cool. Now I have a different question for you. If you were truly creating your life and your reality beyond this reality, what would it be? If you could have anything as your life and reality, what would it be? And they go blank almost every time. And one of the things I found that can really help is I ask them this question. I'm like, are you willing to go on a journey with me? And they're like, sure, no problem. I'm like, okay, here we go. You and I were going on a spaceship to another planet that is as beautiful as Earth, even though they're very hard to find. And we have a special propulsion system so we can get there at the snap of my fingers. And we're going to land on that planet. There are not going to be any people on that planet. And I'm going to leave you there. Okay. And this is where you're going to create whatever you desire to create the entire planet as. And they kind of get excited and freaked out. And they're like, I'm alone. I'm like, no, here. One of the capacities you have is to bring anybody, anybody from planet Earth with you that will make this an awesome experience for you, not out of obligation, okay? Because remember, you're off of earth. You don't need to live from any of that obligation you have. You can bring anybody with you that you want, famous, not famous, family, not family, friends, somebody you, you wish you had that you were never able to connect with, whatever it is. But let me ask you, what are those people gonna have in common that you would bring here to populate this planet with? And they go, a lot of people go, wow, they would actually have no judgment. They would be kind. They would be nurturing. They would be fun to be around. They would actually have a sense of humor. One of them, at least, would have to know how to brew alcohol. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I just added that as my, one of my own. You know, I'd bring a brewmaster personally um, and a Russian vodka master because that's one of my favorites. And, uh, or a French, fine. Okay, I'll, you know, if we have to do French vodka, we can do that. And, uh, you know, and so I asked them to start crafting, but not, but not what a lot of people do is they're like, okay, now I want you to go home and write a 300 page book on everything that you would have on this plan. No, what I want people to do is use that as a way of cutting the ties with everything that's here that they've been creating their reality from out of necessity and out of obligation and out of all the stuff, out of, out of judgment and go, okay, you're starting fresh on a brand new planet. What do you bring to that planet? What would uh, quote unquote government look like? Would it look like it does now or would it actually empower, support, contribute? Like if you could create it as anything, what would it be? And what I ask people to do is just get the sense of the energy that you would love that planet to continuously have and get the sense of it being totally, not only sustainable, but thriving where everybody was made greater every day. And where anybody who just wanted to tear anybody down could instantly be transported someplace else to a planet where those people could do that with themselves. Okay. Now, what I've just given in that, and there are other ways to get there that are more practical and pragmatic, but this is a fucking peacock show. Okay. So I'm not going practical and pragmatic on this one. I want to go magical because that's who we really are. And so I asked them to ponder that possibility and they start to get a sense of if they were truly creating the world 
that would be part of the energy. And, and then it floats into their awareness over the next few days or weeks or months or whatever. And I've had people come back and tell me a few months after this, and they go, wow, I'm so glad we did that exercise. And I'm like, what exercise? And they tell me about it. And I'm like, okay, so how long did we spend on it? And they go, I don't know, three or four minutes, maybe five or six or something. I'm like, cool. How many times did it come into your awareness in the next three or four months? Hundreds and hundreds of times. Cool. Um, has your life changed to more reflect that energy? And they go so much. I didn't even know it was possible. See, the thing is we are far greater than we've ever imagined. And the way we create is through magic. The way we create is through our request, getting a sense of the energy of what we would like, and then just going, Hey universe, I'd like this. And then go live our lives. And people come into our lives that are more of that. People leave our lives that are absolutely resistant to that and fighting us. So we're not that. And we start recognizing childhood decisions that we made to not be that. We start gathering more of the magic that we are. And that is truly us being us. And us being us is the greatest gift we can give this world. It's also the greatest gift we can give ourselves. It's the greatest gift we can give the earth. It's the greatest gift we can give each other. It's the greatest gift we can be for the entire universe. Whatever the heck that is. Are you ready to truly get over the traumatics in your life and embrace the ease and the joy and the glory that's available? Where in your life are you rather dramatic than pragmatic? Pragmatic means doing what works, always. Are you ready to embrace possibilities with money, job, business, relationship, parenting, creation, and so much more? Join us for the six-month program, Pragmatic Made Pragmatic, with me, Susanna Meyer. Start exploring what's truly available to you in all areas of your life. We start June 30th. Get more information on pragmaticpsychology.com or SusannaMittermeyer.com. And you know, that, that ease and that level of choice and that level of peace in that we can, you know, access and choose to be and asking these questions and then getting a sense of what we would like to have as our future. It's like, wow, that is so different. That is so, so incredibly different. And also like, you know, when you started and talked about, okay, so the menu of choice I have is, okay, I can be successful, you know, like being successful with money and with business and with family and attaining all these things I should have. And then I'm supposed to be happy. And then, you know, most people try to, to do these things and get amazing in this reality and they're still not happy. And then like the, the invitation here to, hey, there's a whole new universe beyond it where you actually have the space to play, play your game, not other people's games, um, that, you know, and yeah, thank you for, for that exercise also. That's so helpful. Wow. And that thing about us being creating, it's actually create your own game. Yeah. You know, you are the creator and here's the, so you can also perceive where people out there might go. Yeah, but we live on planet earth. I'm like, well, and you have a, have a lot of points of view about what that means that you can and cannot be and can and cannot do. And here's the thing, your point of view creates your reality. Reality does not create your point of view. And what's interesting is the people that are, are stuck in the, the, it can't be any different than this. 
have the idea that they're right. Well, and so they continuously create circumstances that prove to them that that is reality and that they are right. So they can be right. And the people that are like, oh my God, that was so exciting. Yes, I want to create from my own planet and my own energies. Those people start having a life that has that energy in it because we create energetically, no matter what anybody else tells us. And there's so many people out there that are like, you change money by doing this, do this formula, do this formula. I say, kill all the formulas and instead get the sense of what you would like in any particular area. If you had a magic wand and could ask for anything, no matter how long it might take for it to show up and then ask and go, hey, universe, hey, consciousness, please help. And I'm willing to receive anything that will contribute. I'm willing to um, receive anything or anyone coming into my life. I'm also willing to have anyone or anything leave my life just as long as you get to live as this energy, as my life. And you realize that the people that are willing to still believe in magic are the ones that have the ease of creating that. And the ones that don't believe in magic and the ones that are trying to kill the magic for others will never have it. And that's okay. Because our job is not to give it to other people. Part of being you is the awareness that everybody else gets to be them too. And part of being you is the awareness that you can't change anybody no matter how much you want to. And part of being you is giving up the savior mentality and the, what is that thing? The martyr mentality that we, so many of us function from for so long as though my job here is to suffer until everybody else, it's the bodhisattva, you know, my job is to suffer until all suffering is ended, except your suffering adds to the suffering. If you want to really end suffering, stop suffering. Hello? Yeah. And we need to recognize that it's not our job to save people. It's our job to be in such allowance of people's choice that we don't judge what they choose, even if it's choosing something that is limited or hurtful to them. Because how many things have we chosen that were limited or hurtful that we needed to choose in order to not choose it anymore? And you would take away their gift of choice. And so part of being you is recognizing that everyone has choice and honoring and acknowledging that choice, not judging the choice that anybody makes, contributing if you can, but not contributing if you can't, and recognizing the difference of when somebody's willing to receive contribution and when they're not, so you don't keep trying to give to people who won't receive. Because if you're continuously giving to people who won't receive, that's on you, not on them. Okay. We need to recognize we're being superior assholes if we're trying to give to people who are not willing to receive. And that's okay. I've been a superior asshole a lot of my life, so it's totally okay. No judgment of that. But then the other thing that, that sort of may be helpful to people is for a long time, I thought I was here doing what I'm doing because my entire target is to create more consciousness in the world. Because if we create more consciousness in the world, all the things that look like our difficulties and impossibilities change. Consciousness is where all possibilities actually exist. It's the way to create a sustainable living earth. And if we had enough consciousness, we could change things like plastic pollution in the ocean just by asking. That's where magic shows up too, especially collectively. But so I thought my job was to change people. <laughs> Me too. And after this time, you too? Oh my God. Oh my God. Fellow people changing peacock. Hello. But how successful are we? Not so much unless when people are willing to change though, dude, 
it's amazing because all you do, you put one little grain of sand in the world and they create an entire city of possibilities out of it. Somebody who's not willing to change, you put gold bricks and gold bars and all kinds of stuff at them and nothing changes at all as though it's your fault because they're right for not changing. So what I finally realized was we're not actually here to change the people. We're not even here to deal with the people. We're here to be contributing to the earth and all the elements of consciousness and magic that exist, like the plants, the animals, the trees, the birds and the beasts. Because um, all of these elements, once again, they don't judge. They're willing to receive contribution every day. Yeah. And so wherever we bought the idea that we needed to change people and our job was to change people and it's up to us to change people and we're not doing enough changing people. And if we just change people enough, then the world would be different. I would say if we just gave up trying to change people and instead let's change everything for ourselves that we want to change. And in so doing, what would occur is all the people we're trying to change, those that are holding in are staying in resistance because they feel like we're trying to change them they would then look and go, wait a minute, maybe I actually want this change now that they're not trying to change. Yep. Now that they pulled their, their jackhammer, they stopped hitting me in the face with it, trying to get me to change. Wow, maybe I actually desire what they wanted. And also the people that actually desire the change, or we actually become a contribution, like I talked about before, we actually become a contribution more for everybody that truly desires it because now we have the energy for it. We're not wasting our energy trying to superiorly, and it's a superior point of view, yes. I have to say again, yeah, totally. superiorly trying to change people who only want limitation. Let's let them choose that yep. so they can see what it creates. And sometimes you realize that they will choose it just to piss you off. But what would you do if somebody wants you to be something you're not ready to choose to be? What do you do? You're like, uh-uh, and you fight them to yep. prove that they can't make you change. Yep. Let's Maybe. stop that. Exactly. It's like the middle fingers start to itch. You're like, nah, um, <laughs> definitely not. But that's like that level of allowance is, it's truly, like you say, it's about, you know, creating sustainable living earth. That's what, what, that's what the earth shows us every day. You know, that level of allowance of, yeah, I see what you do and okay. You know, you do what you need to do until you choose something different. And I will, I will be there for you no matter what. And, yeah. and you know, that, that's what, that's what I see. Yeah, that. What else? Thank you. Wow. Truly. Mm. Thank you. Wow. And um, so do I get to mention, do I get to mention, do I get to mention my big announcement? Do it, do it. <laughs> and probably people may have heard about it by now if they're following you, but International Being You Day is on May 22nd. Okay, yes. this is the first International Being You Day. And like you said, you know, you're a being you certified facilitator, so you know all about this. But this whole conversation we've been having is like, what are the possibilities of us actually being us? So we created International Being You Day as a way of inviting people to get the gift. We've got a lot of stuff going on on that day. In fact, we got so much stuff, I can't even talk about what all, I can't even tell anybody what all the stuff is because I'd be going for an hour just on the stuff. But consider yourself warmly invited. Come and play on Being You Day. Get some inspiration. Get some uh, entertainment. Laugh a little. 
and recognize that you are so included and invited to this energetic journey, this energetic conversation. And also, um, one of the things I think that will people start to get from the being you day is that it's actually okay to be them exactly as they are. And that there is a gift in you being you exactly as you are. And when you're willing to be you exactly, exactly as you are, then that's when you're also willing to explore and have and be more. It's not an end point. It's just a new beginning every single day. So nationalbeingyouday.com, I think is the website, or you can go to my website, drdanehere.com, or you can go to Susanna's website, pragmaticpsychology.com, or susannamittermeyer.com. All the usual suspects is going to be everywhere because we really would like people to recognize being you is where it's at. And it's awesome. And this, like this day is on May 22nd. And it's, it's, this is incredible because it's actually an international day. You know, it's something that is like, it's, it's, it's out there in the world. Being you is out there, you know, and it's like people, it's so funny since you've written that book, which is how many years ago or when, when did the book? And this is the 10 year anniversary. Oh my God. It's even 10, exactly 10 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that cool? Magic in motion. Like that is so cool. And then, so like being you, since you wrote the book and got it out there, it's like, it's been starting, you know, people start started to talk about it. Nobody really knows what that is, but, but it's like they, they talk about it and it's something that starts to be valuable in the world. And now like there is an international day for being you. This hey. is huge people out there. <laughs> yeah. True story. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yay. And so if you want to know more about this incredible man, um, he is, he has like gazillion videos on YouTube and uh, books and uh, classes that are incredible. So just go to drdanehere.com. We're going to put the, pay, the link um, somewhere here in the podcast thing, you know, um, <laughs> my technical thing. Um, anyway, so it's, it's, it's just incredible what Dane is doing out there in the world. So check him out. It's like, it's a gift. And if you just want to, you know, get a little get a little inspiration every day. Um, there's uh, so much stuff out there. Just um, let yourself be inspired. Thank you so much, Dane, for being here. Big, big. Thank big you, fun. Susanna, so much. I am, it's so much fun to talk to you and your willingness. And I want to, I want to tell everybody out there that Susanna's willingness to receive is it's, something that is actually is really inspiring. It's inspiring to me. I'm sure it is to those of you that listen regularly, but it's like her willingness, like if she, she has something that comes up that was a problem, she's willing to receive a magical solution. So she does. And it's like, that's the way it works. And so I just would like to say thank you for being that example for people and being that gift of letting people know how this stuff actually works and that it is possible truly honored to be here oh thank you what else is possible thank you exactly (laughs) thank you peacock see you later see you how was the show for you are you inspired feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. 
For more information, visit my webpage www.susannamittermeyer.com.